Alright ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this on YouTube or BitChute, welcome to the Free Man Void. I'm your host, Victus D. Void. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, welcome to the Free Man's Addendum, Mad World. Again, I'm your host, Victus D. Void. Today we're talking about the metaverse. So I'm a little late to uh, give my two cents on this topic, but something has been itching in the back of my head whenever the topic of the metaverse comes up. Um, if you're not aware, uh, Facebook changed its name. Facebook, you know, the giant uh, big tech corporation, changed its name to Meta and wants to create a kind of online fictional universe. I guess it's not really online because the metaverse is entirely different from what we know as online. Let me give you a quick definition that I found on Google. All right. The word metaverse describes a fully realized digital world that exists beyond the one in which we live. It was coined by Neil Stephenson in his 1992 novel Snow Crash, and the concept was further explored by Ernest Klein in his novel Ready Player One. So if you've ever watched one of those dystopian movies where uh, the main characters can go inside of video game worlds and exist um as their ideal self, or at least what they believe is their ideal self, and do whatever they want, basically. Yeah, that's what the metaverse is. Now, I know recently we've been seeing a boom in the video game industry as far as uh, young males becoming more dependent on video games, because instead of video games being viewed, or at least from a, a young male's perspective, instead of video games being viewed as something that you can just do for fun, video games themselves have become an escape from reality. As we all know, the modern world is a bit of a shit show, and a lot of kids, especially young males ages 15 to 25, have been bearing the brunt of the depression, or at least the unfavorable outcomes as far as societal interactions are concerned. You know, nowadays with the increasing power of the feminist movement, where any man can now be labeled as a sex offender for, you know, flirting with a girl the wrong way. I've seen these feminist complaints about men being too creepy when they flirt, and it usually comes down to how attractive that man is to them. You know, a very attractive man can say something that's considered sexual harassment to a woman and get away with it, whereas a man that they don't consider attractive is immediately creepy if he asks them out on a date. And of course, the modern female's ever-growing list of expectations when it comes down to determining which man is or deserves to be their mate has made a lot of young males just even more depressed because in reality, they just want a girl that they can be happy with. So they use the internet and video games as an escape from this depressing reality. Now, in a world where a thing like the metaverse exists and you also have the New World Order's agenda to digitize every form of human interaction so they can be archived and monitored, I'm sure one can understand exactly what the metaverse can be used for. See, the reason why the metaverse has been giving me the creeps recently is because I can easily see millions of depressed boys and, of course, women as well, disappearing into the metaverse for hours and hours uh, at a time without wanting or even trying to engage in the physical realm and trying to benefit themselves. You already have stories of 
grown adults throwing their entire lives away to play World of Warcraft nonstop or Fortnite nonstop. And no, I'm not bashing video games. What I'm saying, if you are incapable of balancing your video game screen time with your physical world existence and, you know, your real life existence and trying to improve the conditions you are trying to escape on a mental level or psychological level, then you are quite literally destroying yourself. And as we all know, the NWO wants you to destroy yourselves because the more humans that are destroyed, at least on a psychological level, the more obedient the rest of society becomes to their growing agenda and power. I see the metaverse becoming a gateway to the matrix. Yes, I know the movie The Matrix is supposed to be entirely fiction. However, when you look at the metaverse, it's hard not to imagine that developing to such a thing. Because before, social media was just something people would go online, you know, with weird little chat rooms where they would chat and disappear to for a few hours of a day. And then, you know, go back to the physical realm, go back to their jobs and at least try to contribute to society in some way. Now, social media is a full blown market where human beings can make a living and support their families or create a whole new lifestyle for themselves. The development of the social networking world is enough of a reason for me to consider the eventual development of the metaverse into a more matrix-like system. Because in the metaverse, Facebook and those giant big tech corporations that are controlling the technical aspects and, you know, the geeky stuff. I don't know the right words for it, so sorry, I, I lack the, or, or don't know the terminology. The geeky stuff behind the scenes. Those guys control everything, and, and we're talking about Neuro neurological signals from the brain <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term but you know signals from the brain that deals with your ability to experience what it is you are doing in the metaverse because the eventual goal is for people to be able to taste what they eat in the metaverse feel what they do you know when if you're flying in, in the metaverse they want you to be able to feel the breeze of the air as you fly around in the metaverse and so on they want the metaverse to literally feel like reality once somebody gets in that system and there's no way someone can tell me that that won't eventually be used for more nefarious intentions we already know that down in places like Switzerland and certain parts of, I think, California, people are already taking chips, getting chip implants in their bodies that will allow them to connect with the 5G world or whatever technical thingies they want to connect with. Who's to say they won't get a chip implanted in their body that will somehow allow them to instantly connect with the metaverse so that they can spend the majority of their time within the fictional realm? No, for those of you guys who are arguing that I'm just trying to control people's life, I'm not trying to control someone's life. I am telling you that you are better off trying to improve your life in the physical world than spending hours in a controlled environment like the metaverse. When you add in the growing cryptocurrency market, it just increases the heebie-jeebies even more, you know? Like, I know a lot of people want to pretend that the crypto market is simply impossible to regulate, at least on the government or the state's end, 
but <laughs> we all know that these states would regulate your breathing rates if they could. So there's no way you can tell me they won't find a way to regulate the crypto market so that they can control transactions even more. Because I think the crypto market is likely way more controllable, you know, way more um, in danger of being severely regulated way more than cash is because they're currently trying to phase out cash like right now there's a national coin shortage that makes it difficult for me to get change at the average fucking uh, gas station downtown uh sorry i'm trying to stop swearing but occasionally these things just fall out so i apologize if you don't like my cuss words Cryptocurrency will increase the value of digital money, which will create more of an incentive to spend your life on the uh, in the metaverse if you can make actual money off of it and you know achieve get some kind of value off of it that you can then transfer to your real world existence or life. Yes, I get it that the metaverse isn't that you know developed yet. You know that it's they're still working out the kinks for the system. However, the building blocks are there already. You know the the ground work is already being laid right before our eyes you know with the increasing uh scope or the you know with the increasing size of the 5g network which is the 5g network is basically what they need for the metaverse to become more possible because right now if you want to actually enjoy your metaverse experience you need to have a lot of money which will allow you to access the 5g network however as the as 5g becomes more accessible to the average man or woman of course it's 2022 you got to be inclusive now <laughs> But if, if when 5G becomes more accessible to the average man, the barriers or the at least the hurdles of sophisticating the metaverse interactions or mechanics would become much more easier to overcome. What we're looking at is the creation of a world where big tech can control your interactions, read your brainwaves, influence the things you, you're allowed to say in the metaverse because <laughs> it's it's. Because it all comes down to their coding or whatever word, you know, that, that has to do with the uh, uh, development of the metaverse. You know, they, they can literally control every interaction within the metaverse. And when you take in the fact that more and more people are starting to work from home, doing all their business online, having virtual meetings on things like Zoom, it's, it isn't really difficult for me to imagine the uh, an employer in the next 20 years requiring you to have a metaverse account or whatever the hell it's called so that you can have you know better experiences at your business meetings. People thought the internet wouldn't be taken that seriously until, you know, now it's 2022 and you literally need to have some kind of internet presence if you want to have, you know, the uh, modern lifestyle or the... the ideal modern lifestyle with friends and a sense of belonging but that's my two cents on the topic but that's my two cents on the topic let's move on to something else that i want to discuss and that is the dystopian future of a homeless slave class what do i mean by a homeless slave class well literally there will be an abundance of homeless people that will be used as a slave class no i'm not referring to the current population of homeless people you know like the people in uh, california although these these people will likely be you know used as slaves as well what i'm referring to is the eventual collapse of the american economy as you all remember, in 2008, the housing market created an abundance of homeless people and people trapped in poverty after their entire lives were uprooted by corrupt banking or <coughs> Jewish activity. <laughs> I'm, ki I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please don't be mad at me. I'm definitely not 
um, anti-Semitic. I'm just, um, aware. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, again, this is not a hate to all Jews, so don't get mad at me, people. I love you guys. I love all people. What I see coming once the economy crashes is a bunch of people who are already trapped in perpetual rent cycles because if you weren't aware wages have not risen since 1975 or at least 1980 or so you know wages haven't risen to match the increase in productivity of the average worker or inflation so now your dollar is worth less in the modern world than it was in the 80s and you're also not being paid enough to match the devaluation of that dollar are you following along? So when you live in a world like today where gas is $4 per gallon and rent for a 10 by 10 studio apartment is $1,000, it's not hard to imagine that the people who are trapped on the bottom end of society will eventually be forced to be homeless once the economy crashes and the small businesses that employ them have to shut down. We all know that billionaires like Bill Gates have recently been just consuming new land and real estate that is put up for sale at a rate so fast that it's now difficult for the average American to find a house without a billionaire who doesn't need the house or the land because he already has like 100,000 acres in bumfuck middle of nowhere just buying it before you can even react. Back in the day, if you needed new housing and you could not buy a new house, you can buy a plot of land and build a nice small little house on top of it. Of course, with the increasing cost of resources that would be required to build a house and the decreasing wages along with inflation and the cost for healthcare, the average American will find it very difficult to even attempt to build a house. So they have no choice but to pay a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars a month when they can easily afford uh, a mortgage of $800 for a $200,000 house. So now the average American family has to pay $1,000 to $2,000. Actually, if you're trying to get an apartment for a family of, let's say, three or four, you're looking at probably around $2,500 per month. And yeah, you, you have to pay that amount instead of simply getting a house where you don't have to fork over. If you're paying $2,500 a month, Multiply that by 12, that's around probably twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a year, which is exactly equal to the average American uh, income, or at least for an, a single individual. I guess some people have jobs where they make uh, around sixty-five grand, but even then, if you're making sixty-five grand or eighty grand, and you're spending thirty grand of that eighty grand a year on housing alone, it doesn't leave much to pay for other costs you may have to uh, pay for throughout that that entire year. What am I getting at? Well, once the economy crashes, we will see a whole bunch of people now homeless and desperate for a job. And we all know the corporate giants of our world will never allow, they will never allow an epidemic of any kind to be unprofitable. Enter dystopian debt slaves of the future. For those of you guys who did not pay attention in history class, slavery in the ancient world, or at least before the transatlantic slave age, was just indentured servitude for those who were indebted to someone and couldn't pay off the debt. And once they were made indentured slaves, they could eventually work off their debts or, you know, their, the costs they have to pay. Although most of them didn't, and they probably just died as indentured slaves, they at least had the opportunity to work off their debts and buy their way out of slavery. Well, in the New World Order, I see that kind of lifestyle becoming a reality once again, except the opportunities to simply buy your way out of servitude 
won't really be realistic. Why? Because inflation is going to skyrocket. And when you add in the eventual rules and regulations that uh, you would have to follow to be allowed to engage in society, you know, like getting a vaccine or having a particular credit score or so on, one can only imagine just how difficult it would be for someone who is homeless to uh, measure up to these uh, requirements or someone who just doesn't want to take the vaccine. So basically these people who can't exist or thrive in the new world order will be made slaves. Are you following along? I watched this movie called The Demolition Man. You know, it's a classic movie from the 90s with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. I'm not really going to focus on the plot. I'm just going to focus on a particular um, dynamic that exists in that movie where there is a class of people who live underground in, you know, terrible living conditions because they can't fit into the mainstream society or they don't want to abide by the totalitarianistic, you know, laws and edicts. And these people are viewed as scum by the mainstream elites because of their inability to fit in their society. Are you following along? Yes, the future of the American society is a slave society. I want to go into this topic a little more uh, at another time. So if you want to hear more about it, go ahead and comment on my videos on BitChute or YouTube or send me a lovely donation. I would appreciate it. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. It's your boy, Victus Devoid. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Stay diligent, stay focused, and God bless.